It's auction time, it's auction time, it's time to begin the auction. Folks, you're in the right place at the right time. My name is Lance Walker, fast talker of Walker Auctions in Memphis, Tennessee. Welcome to the Time to Sell program. One hundred dollar bid now twenty five. Would you bid one twenty five? One twenty five bid now one half. Would you bid one fifty? One fifty bid now seventy five. Would you bid one seventy five? One seventy five bid now two. Would you bid two hundred? Two twenty five. Two fifty bid now seventy five. Would you bid seventy five? I am sold on Walker Auctions. Wow, wow, wow. You hear that? It is time to sell. I'm Eric Walker with Walker Auctions, and I'm in the studio all by myself today. Lance and Terry decided to take a well-earned vacation of sorts, a work work vacation. Dad, can you hear me on the phone? Oh, he may have been put on hold for just a minute. That's all right. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Hey, hey. Now, how is, how is sunny San Diego? It's sunny. And it is great. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're having a great time here. Yeah, and uh, what are you there for? Yeah, we are here for the National Auctioneers Association conference and show. And uh, it has been quite a show. It's been great for uh, Terry and I. And we've uh, Terry, as you may know, or the audience may know, she was president of the association, and then. Uh, uh, chairman of the board. Well, she stepped down, and believe it or not, I just got elected vice president. Hey, <laughs> look at that! Congratulations. Yeah. Hey, Eric, it was a sl- it was a landslide. I won by five votes. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a quiet election. And a good friend of mine, Peter Garris, he ran as well. He's an auctioneer from Ohio, and uh, uh, it, it was a very close race. So anyway. Uh, we're having a great time here. We're learning a lot. We are not on vacation. <laughs> that's yeah, that's right. Those those conventions never really were vacations, huh? No matter uh, the weather. Not even yeah. So, but if we come here every year, Eric. This is very important to us, as you know. Yeah. You grew up coming to them. Yeah. Fact is, we had one in San Diego here, and you were. We took you to Legoland, and you had a ball. You know what? If I went today, <laughs> I'd probably still have a ball. <laughs> you, you would, yes. And Eric, I've got a, a great guest with me today. Yeah. Why don't we just start off with y'all? Um, uh, again, we had the election, and Joff was elected director. It's a three-year term and a director, but uh, he is a very unique individual, okay? He is from South Africa. And, wow. Uh, unique, unique or strange? <laughs> <laughs> Notice his deep southern accent. That's right. That's right. Uh, Jean Van Rien is a very, very successful auctioneer there, and he has. Uh, he gave a seminar today. Said I may have understood a fourth of it, but um, he is very much into not just selling real estate, which is what he does, and, and other things. I think, but mm-hmm. I think real estate's your main thing, Joe. But uh, anyway, Joe, welcome. Thank you very, very much. Okay, tell us uh, just where you're from exactly. Uh, born and bred in Cape Town, South Africa, which is the the southern tip uh, at the bottom of the continent, literally on the other side of the world. And the last fifteen years, I got dis- just uh, I got a little distracted by a Scottish lass uh, in Johannesburg <laughs> that I had to marry, or she would have run away. And for the last fifteen years, I've been stationed in Johannesburg uh, with with a uh, with a few sojourns. Uh, about 16 of them, to the other side of the pond to see my auction family in America. 
So so he has made the trek many times, Eric, to come over here to be with us. Yes. And uh, uh, he he was very smart, though. He married an attorney. There you go. keeps him out of trouble. <laughs> That's the reason I married her. Get those contracts locked tight. <laughs> but, again, Eric, you know, every show we talk about the National Auctioneer Association, and it, it is an international organization, with Joff being from uh, South Africa. We have uh, 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 people here from Mexico, Canada, uh, other European countries. I think there's someone here from Great Britain. So it is an international organization, and uh, it's just a, it's been a blessing to uh, our family to belong to it. It it really does advance your career, doesn't it, Joff? It's, it's yeah. life-changing. Uh, life-changing. And what Joff was involved in today was our educational part, uh, Joff, I believe you are a CAI graduate. Have you, have you, you've completed that, correct? Right? Yeah. 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 So that's what, that's one of our, uh, Eric, Eric is a second year. So is that right, Eric? You completed two years? Yeah, I'll be going into third. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. Get yeah. ready for your life to change, Eric. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's our, a good bit has already happened for sure. No Legoland for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe, Joff, you've been an instructor there. Is that correct? No. No? Okay. Okay. You, you've attended then. But Joff gave a lecture today that was just extremely interesting. And uh, it really is kind of about the future of the auction industry. Yeah. And, and Joff, you, you, you made some points about some things that I just uh, were it's kind of the buzz of the convention here. Things like tokens and uh, metaverse and words that we haven't used before. No. It was scary words. Big, scary big, words. Scary words. Joff, how is this? Cryptocurrency, metaverse, social media, tokens. How's that going to affect us in the future? Or maybe it, with you, it's already started, hasn't it? Well, it's already affected us. It, it hasn't affected us. It, it, it's already here. Okay. I think. Um, I don't think it's 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 going to be the future. It is the future. Yeah. Whether you like cryptocurrency or not, you know you know it's going to be here for a long time. As soon as the government starts taxing it and regulating it and starts talking about having their own dollar cryptocurrency. Uh, it is the universal currency now of the world, and uh, it, it's literally going to be impossible to stop. You know, from NFTs and metaverse and, and auction tokenizations, it, it's just incredible to see how our auction industry reinvents itself yeah. with the aid of technology, which, which is why I've decided I would rather be a part of, or, or in this case, own, uh, the technology that may or may not replace me in five or ten years' time. That's very interesting because that's, that's kind of the concern when you hear people, what is our industry going to look like five years from now, Joe? Well, if you, yeah. can't, if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we're going to have a lot of tech experts in our mm -hmm. association in the next five or ten years, you know, whether we like it or not. You know, Whether you're a baby boomer, Gen X, Gen Y, a millennial, if you know, if you don't think you're clever enough to handle the tech, you know, hire a, hire somebody that is. Yeah, and uh, you don't have to be a, a tech genius, um, but you you're going to have to keep your finger on the pulse. Otherwise, you're going to get left behind. You know, the, I always say the day you stop learning is the day you start dying. Yeah, and if you don't if you don't keep up with it, uh, or at least try, um, you you're going to get left behind in the middle of the desert. That's uh, that's. Just how you put it in the lecture, it was very, it's very interesting. Uh, just, I know we mentioned some words here that some people may say, "What in the world are they talking about?" I, I think the word "token" is what caught my attention today. Mm -hmm. Can you define to us what a token is and and uh, 
How you buy or sell that? Well, if we go back 40 years, a token was in the in the analog days of of the before internet uh, was was basically uh, fractionalization or, or timeshare, as people called it. You would own a fraction of a time uh, of a length of time to stay somewhere, or you you would own a fraction of a hotel room or a lodge. Nowadays, with the invention of the World Wide Web, or the interweb, as I call it, mm-hmm. uh, as soon as you s- stop reading about it, it just overtakes you. With the invention of, of the World Wide Web, uh, those those fractionalized ownerships or those timeshare ownerships have now become digital tokens, which is technically uh, a digital part ownership of an asset. Uh, that asset could be uh, fungible or non-fungible, depending whether you want to have a real-life asset, such as a piece of real estate yeah. or a house or a car, or or a non-fungible token, or the, the latest, by the way, the NFT, which uh, is a digital representation of an asset, which could be part of a house or part of a car. You could have 100 people owning uh, 1,000 NFTs of a piece of real estate. Um, where you don't technically have to give them title, but they enjoy the benefit of the rental income uh, as as part of the tokens that they own of that asset. And that's that's what caught my attention. If I'm understanding you correctly, like you could have a, a twenty million dollar building, and maybe there would be a thousand tokens they might sell. I'm just throwing that out. Uh, there would be a price established, and you would buy that token and actually kind of own a piece of the hotel or the price established is is the auction process. Oh, okay. okay. That is that okay. is the, the joy of, of of the the jump in tech that we've had through the pandemic is that auctioneers are only going to benefit from it if, if if we hang on for dear life. Okay. To the to the tech race that's happening. And yes, uh, you could split a, a twenty million dollar building into a thousand tokens. You could split it into ten thousand tokens. Uh, and you could say, right, uh, everybody from a certain income bracket can own the first 5,000, and everyone for the second 4,000 tokens are, could be in a high income bracket. Uh, and that hyperinflates the value of your asset. And then the last 1,000 tokens you could assign to corporates that may want to buy 100 or 200 yeah. or 500 at a time. It, it extracts an enormous amount of value out of that real estate asset. It hyperinflates the value. But other than worrying about what it's done to the value of, or the future value uh, of your of your asset, uh, as a token holder, using blockchain technology uh, and either fiat currency or cryptocurrency, you can sit and watch your digital ledger on your phone with your digital token and your and your digital contract and watch that money come into your bank account every single month from the rental income, whether you own one of ten thousand tokens or a hundred of thousand tokens. You know, the joy of that auction process is uh, that, you know, the more you want to own and the more rental you want to get, the more you're going to bid, which is which is good news for auctioneers. <laughs> it's fascinating. And what caught my attention was was that it, you know, it could be tied to real estate, and that's what I'm very much interested in. Uh, but it seems to me like this is going to allow maybe a smaller investor to have a part of ownership, just like the big guy, with the billionaire. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, the interesting thing is, there's 315 odd million people in America. Yeah. yeah, there's 55 in South Africa, which is basically the size of Texas. Of that 55 million, our demographics are 
very, very different uh, in South Africa. In fact, I'm in the minority. However, uh, all those high net worth individuals where we do most of our business, as do uh, big commercial real estate auctioneers in America, you may be tapping into 10, 15 million people yeah. that can afford to, to buy that kind of commercial $20 million real estate asset. Mm-hmm. What about the other 300 million? Yeah. That is a market. Yes, yeah, that's worth 20 yeah, times yeah. the size of what we're dealing in now. It's basically you know, going from the Caribbean and trying to sell real estate and landing in the middle of Beijing in China mm-hmm. with a 1.3 billion people and having everyone run to you to do and, and bid on the same asset. It, you, you literally, truly go global at the touch of a button on your phone. So, you know, instead of 15 million high net with individuals across America or, or East or West Coast, wherever they are, you have 300 million. Yeah. So your buying pool uh, exponentially increases. So, you know, most auctioneers, the, 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 the older we get, uh, the lazier we get and, and the, the more commission we want to extract from, from less time. Uh, but on a serious note, um, it, it, it takes a very small buying pool uh, and, and it, it, it explodes it. Well, uh, Eric, you did catch all that because I'm expecting you to take this up as soon as I get home. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Joff, let me ask you this. What, a, what interfaces are you using to employ this method of sale? How, you know, what websites, programs, how are you intending to do this? Because I find this fascinating. This is the first I've heard. So we're building one at the moment. Um, the front end of it is, is just a very, very simple sort of UI and UX, uh, user interface and a user experience, which is you know, easy on the eye, good to look at, glossy pictures, and, and a really, really simple interface because most auctioneers where I come from are stupid. Uh, and <laughs> Same you, here. <laughs> you really treat them like babies because otherwise we just don't understand the text. So I've, I've tried to make the, the front end as simple and as simple as possible and completely stripped it bare. However, the chant laboratory, as I call it, uh, the chant lab section of the of the app, is where the exciting things are happening. Um, uh, and to be completely honest, you know, we 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 watching America, we're watching Wall Street, uh, and we're watching the tech the tech geeks uh, that are already doing it. So we we're taking a little bit from here and a little bit from there, seeing what works in South Africa. Um, but we we really really trying to keep it very very simple. Um, but you know, until until you can explain this to your buyers or explain it to the market, yeah, um, it. You, we're going to have a bit of a lag. So right now, it's the crypto geeks, it's the tech geeks, uh, it's the NFT owners that are, it's the, it's the metaverse uh, virtual real estate owners that are dabbling in this uh, with cryptocurrency, where they're spending you know, millions of dollars on a on a stupid looking monkey that's a digital token. <laughs> uh, NFT. Um, for us, we are being very careful to make it as simplistic and user friendly as possible. But a lot of the platforms uh, are American, believe it or not. Mm. Uh, you guys lead the world uh, in 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 real estate technology, and we're watching. Um, you know, for the last decade or more, I've been coming to the NEA and and listening, learning, stealing with the eye, and going back and and packaging it where we think the market is and tailoring it to suit our needs, and uh, it's worked. So, long short question to a, a long. Long answer. Um, we're watching you guys <laughs> a lot, and we, we're taking a little bit here, a little bit there. Um, I think being an auctioneer 
and understanding the science and the psychology of auctions is incredibly important to know uh, and to understand how that tech needs to work, which is where I think most technology companies fall very short, is that they don't have a licensed, credible, experienced auctioneer uh, on their payroll or on their team or on their, on their, uh, on, in their R&D department. Um, to have that would be the secret KFC recipe. <laughs> it really, really would. So until that happens, you know, they, they're going to have the big data, they're going to have the big money, um, but they don't understand the psychology, they won't have the science. And as soon as we can merge those two together, when, when they decide to, to either give us a call or, or some of us uh, stupid auctioneers decide to uh, take the, 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 the jump off the cliff, as I call it, you know, I said it this morning, the best thing about jumping off a cliff is that you can't get back up. You Sooner or later, you have to hit the bottom and land on your feet. And when one of us gets the tech and meets in the middle where that big gray area is, it, it, it's going to explode. Oh, Eric, you just uh, heard why your mom and dad has been a great deal of their life coming to these conferences and shows. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, and this is what yeah. happened when you guys started doing... Lot, uh, online auctions, uh, yeah. you know, in, in yeah. around 0607, you guys were the first people doing that in, in the Memphis area uh, yeah. and really in West Tennessee in general. Um, yeah. You guys took that leap, jumped off that cliff, and you landed on your feet, and it's been nothing but but incredibly beneficial. And, and Eric, let me tell you this. Uh, again, Josh and I were, were new uh, board members. I mean, he, he's the no, new director. No, no, your dad's my well, boss. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, but we have a another new board member, uh, Rasmus. Mm. I've gone blank on the first name. I know him well, Chris. But, but Eric, uh, yeah, yeah, Chris, his dad. Chris. Okay, uh, uh, he, he is the one who gave the first lecture at NAA saying online auctions are coming, mm. and we just looked at him, just like we looked at Joff right now, saying, "What in the world is he talking about?" Right, you know. People aren't going to go online and buy a truck. It, it, they've got to drive it. They've got you know they're going to buy a cow or a house or, or right. whatever they're selling. And boy, did he prove us wrong. Let me tell you something interesting, Eric. Uh, today I was sitting down talking to him, and he thinks that it may actually go back the other way a little bit. Yeah, that we're going to be seeing more live auctions now. Yeah, uh, because of post COVID. People are saying, you know, they're wanting that. They're mm-hmm. wanting that, hey, let's get together and have an event. I just thought that was very interesting coming from him, uh, who, uh, you know, several years ago predicted what was going to He wasn't wrong then, so maybe he's not going to be wrong now. I, I agree with him. Yeah, right. I really do. I don't think auctioneers will be obsolete. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they may become uh, uh, programmers yeah. in the yeah. near future or the distant future, but, you know, auctions have been around for thousands of years, yeah. since Roman time. Um, you can't create a culture over Zoom. You right. can't create a culture over phone. Yeah, you you have to see that person. You got to look him in the eye. You got to shake their hand. He needs to believe you. Yeah, uh, nothing accounts for experience uh, yeah. in an auction room. And uh, I was listening to a multi-part uh, lecture upstairs earlier, and uh, the the lecturer said exactly the same thing. He said, "Yes, we are online. Yes, we we wrote the multi-part system that all of America uses." if not worldwide, he said, but we set up that room the old-fashioned way. He said, we have that, that, that ring team, that dynamics team, that multi-part team. We have pre-auction briefings. We do it old school. We set up the right person for the right bidder in the right area of the room. 
tech can't do that. Right. Um, doesn't matter how much artificial intelligence you have, tech simply cannot and will not ever get that right. You know, at the end of the day, whether it's artificial intelligence, whether it's blockchain, whether it's NFTs, whether it's auction tokenizations, metaverse, Web 3.0, someone, as in a human, is going to have to push the power button and switch that computer on. You know, so at the end of the day, the human, or you can switch it off. So at the end of the day, the human, uh, is, as far as I'm concerned, even if quantum computing takes off and they figure out how to keep the, the low operating temperatures, room temperature, uh, at the end of the day, whether we have computers that, that can that can calculate faster than our brains can, someone's going to have to switch it on and off. You know, you, you can never do away with humans. You can never do away with auctioneers. And, and Eric, that was one thing I've... Uh, I want you to listen to this lecture here but when I come home, but, you know, we recorded for those of us who came, but he, he gave a lot about, you know, the different speeds of the phone, how that's going to help, you know, how, how this can actually work. So uh, we're probably way over a lot of people's heads that are listening to this, but you know what? We're all going to catch up here in a year or two, and it'll be just like uh, we're doing this radio program over the phone right now, you know, this recording from San Diego there. Right. Who would have thought that could have happened a few years ago? And so it, this is why we, we spend the several thousand dollars a year uh, coming to these conferences and shows. Job, you, may, you can imagine what it costs for him to come from South Africa <laughs> over here, but it's worth his while. He didn't do it, it you know, for the fun of it. Although I guarantee you, Job has a lot of fun. He is, uh, he is, uh, I like to call it <laughs> diplomatic immunity. <laughs> he's a lot of uh, and, uh, you know, we've all just fell in love with him. And, and, but it's, he's just very knowledgeable. He's out front and that's uh that's why your your mom and i have come here for years yes to, to... so uh john b- before you go and ask you how did you get in the auction business my parents fault <laughs> is it okay yeah, well i said i say that tongue in cheek it wasn't their fault I, it was it was it was fate i i had spent many years in a choir through school and learned how to use my diaphragm instead of my eric and i are singers my, uh, uh, we have uh, to do a trio here to, use, to use my diaphragm <laughs> Then I was uh, enlisted uh, in the Army, South African Infantry, when we had conscription. And then my sergeant major saw me march an entire company across the parade ground and around the corner with me not leaving the shade of the tree uh, in about 110 degrees. And then I came out and decided I wanted to do uh, some more stage acting. I went to um, Stratford-upon-Avon in England, a little bit of stage work on... The Royal Shakespearean Art Society. Uh, I was more of a, a stage sweeper uh, <laughs> than an actor, um, and then came back um, and decided that was that was almost it was actually pre-democracy uh, in about ninety two ninety three when South Africa was going through tumultuous yeah. changes, yeah. and I wanted to be an actor or sing on stage uh, in a choir. And my mom, much to her horror. Uh, said, well, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of better things that pay much better than that <laughs> in our very volatile uh, country at the moment. And it was my parents that saw an advert yeah. in the newspaper that said, have you considered being an auctioneer? And I said, well, what the hell is an auctioneer? Sotheby's, <laughs> that, that, that sells, you know, millions of brands and dollars worth of, worth of art. I thought well, that looks incredibly boring to me. <laughs> Because we were used to the English style, yeah. you know, we, we I had no idea what yeah. Americans were doing on the other side of the world. So I went for the interview, 
and there must have been a, about a hundred people in the line. And I walked inside, and I said, "Well, listen," I said, and, and I say it then, and I, 28, 28 years later, I say it now. I do not do queues. I will pay double if I have to, but you know, you take life, you take hours off your life standing in queues. It's just a, an utter waste of time. And I turned around and walked out, and the, the auctioneer secretary caught me, and she literally had purple hair, <laughs> purple eyeshadow, purple lipstick, uh, purple suit, purple shoes, and, and purple toes on, on the toenails. <laughs> we became, I mean, she scared the living hell out of me. She was really scary. Long story short, she asked me why I was leaving. I said, life's too short for cues. She said, I'll slip you in the front. I said, thank you very much, and gave her a hug and a kiss. We became, as your dad may attest, I do that to a lot of people that I love dearly. Uh, and I had a big argument with the with the one auctioneer because he was an opposing school that I was at, and they were stealing all our rugby players. <laughs> so I thought, well, I've blown that interview. And he said, what do you know about auctioneering? And I said, absolutely nothing. I said, but I can sing and I can act. He said, well, it's kind of simple, but it pays better. <laughs> the phone is Start Monday morning, half past seven. And I drove trucks and loaded furniture for six months. And after about six months, he gave me the vendor roll and the catalog and said, I'm tired here. Yeah. Auction off the last 20 lots. And it was a, it was a complete disaster. <laughs> I sold everything for $2, not even $2, two rand. It was about 20 American cents, TVs, microwaves, tables, <laughs> everything for 20 cents. It was a disaster. And then the next week, I had 50 lots, and the next week, 100. And before long, I was doing 1,000 a day. Man. And that was uh, 28 years ago. Okay. Wow. And as I keep telling your dad, you know, auctions are not a, not a career. It's a lifestyle. It is. Right. Yes, it is. We are that 1% of the world that loves getting up in the morning because we have no idea what's going to happen right. that, that day and we know it's going to be incredibly exciting. Yeah. And one phone call can change your whole, whole month. You may have tough to plan, but then one phone call. One phone call, or in my case, one yeah. flight to America yeah. to attend CAI <laughs> and, and your life just changes yeah. like right. that. Yeah. And yeah. Now, that's why we keep investing in, in our education at the NEA yeah. because it's it's literally it's, it's investing in your future. Yeah. Well, John, I'm, I'm not going to keep you longer. I appreciate you giving up your time out of this conference uh, to come talk to us today. And, uh, John Bernreenan, we are honored to have you in the National Affair Association. And uh, we'll, maybe someday I'll just call you from, you'll be in South Africa, and I'll wake you up and call you. <laughs> oh, on the radio. Remind me to switch my phone off at 3 o'clock in the morning. So thank you. For those that, that are listening, uh, I must thank the the members of the NAA for trusting me with a very uh, senior position and and much love to you and the family. Thank you, Joe. Thank, Thank you very, very much. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. All right. We're going to keep going on here. Joe, you're welcome to stay or you can go whatever you want to do. Uh, thank you for coming in. Uh, Eric, that's, uh, that's, that's just an education itself right there. That's, that's right. He is uh, just uh, a great guy to be around. And very He, he studies he's auctioneering he doesn't just call bids he studies it mm -hmm. and uh you just really learn from people like that uh so let's get back to reality yes <laughs> and uh we'll talk about what we got coming up eric yeah uh, absolutely um, just, just let you, 
uh, we've got a, a primarily kind of the first point of interest we've got is our equipment auction at our new facility. Yeah. Uh, we'll be yeah. going online, available for bidding um, this upcoming Monday. So you will have a we've got a 2012 Kenworth T700 in great condition. Um, about 800,000 miles. This thing is in fantastic shape. Would be great for anybody that needs a big semi-truck. Um, it, it, this guy hauled it all over the place. Um, we've got records of his his uh, scheduled maintenance on the truck. Um, so it's in wonderful shape. We've also got... Um, you know, once again, what, what, uh, give us the model of that truck again, Eric. Absolutely, yeah. It's a, it's a 2012 Kenworth T700. Okay. And it's Alrighty. a great-looking turtle shell green color it's it's a good good looking truck um we've also got a, a six foot by 12 foot um uh, enclosed black trailer it's in great shape uh we've got uh, several other uh, dual axle trailers in the auction as well we've got yeah. farm implements um that would be wonderful we've got an old uh, uh, uh a uh, a farm all cub uh that you used to drive, or at least that model, didn't you, Dad? Absolutely. Uh, uh, Farmall McCormick. That's what uh, it is. Cadet is actually the right. Probably around 1950 was when it was made, sometime in that period. And, Eric, that thing will start first time you pull on it. It, it sure it, will. It, just, uh, it starts right up, runs great, uh, has uh, uh, several attachments, have, has a disc, has a planner, yep. uh, plastic. I think there's five attachments, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, yeah. They, they you too. used to haul that thing around, and you'd get sprayed with, uh, with all kinds <laughs> of fertilizer and weed killer, and you turned out okay. That's, I turned out okay. Who knows? Uh, it may make you live longer, right? That, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm have small enough chemical to make me actually healthier. I don't know. Uh, oh, and then also, don't forget, we got that fat boy Harley. Yes, we do. Great looking Harley. Uh, it is. It's yeah. Uh, we're, we're gonna and, and Eric, let's mention this. Like we're gonna have a video on the website. Again, that website is WalkerAuctions.com. That's WalkerAuctions.com. So we'll have the tractor running. You can you can hear it uh, as well as see it. We'll have the Harley Fat Boy. We'll start it up. Have it running. It runs great. I've driven it myself. I used to have a Harley. Yeah. And uh, Mama let me. I keep that one. But uh, <laughs> I think I so. Uh, uh, we'll have pictures of the of the uh, anything with a motor in it. It'll be running, so you'll you'll be able to see it and hear it. However, uh, we, again, this is going to be in our new uh, uh, warehouse that, uh, that we've got on Park Avenue. So people, we're going to have a time where people can come by and actually look, touch, see, feel them, can't, aren't we? That's right. Yeah, you start them up, yeah. listen to them run, check them out. Absolutely, we recommend it. Yes. Yeah. And we've got a good uh, work pickup too, Eric. We don't forget that. Yes, it's an early two thousand Chevy truck. That's a I, I love that model of truck. I drive a two thousand Suburban, and I just love that model. Love that that um, framing. I love the interior. That it just a if you need a work truck, this is a good six foot bed. It, it is. It's four door, um, two wheel drive. It's just a does whatever you would need it to. It's in great shape. Yep. Starts and runs well. Make a, a good second truck, uh, you know, for a teenager or yes. you just need a truck just to haul stuff around in. Uh, great truck. So only about one hundred and sixty-five thousand miles on it. It's in solid shape. Well, here's what I want to tell you about the title. It, it, it's kind of because we want to be upfront with people. Yeah, the title 
actually says, uh, I, I forget what it is. This came, this came from uh, Arkansas, and so I'm not sure how it is, but it's how, it says uh, unknown mileage for some reason. We don't know why it's marked like that. Got it. But, but it does show having, I think, about 169,000 miles, something like that. So uh, I want you to come look at it. All I know is I've been I've driven it several times the last few days, and it starts and runs great. Yes. So uh, uh, I don't I, have we left anything out of that it so far? I think. I think that that's the main the main stuff. We may have a few extra pieces coming in early next week. Uh, okay. And if, folks, if you are wanting to consign, uh, um, uh, you know, maybe you've got a, a good quality zero turn riding lawnmower. You have a boat. A Sea-Doo, a four-wheeler, an ATV, a truck, a forklift, what have you. If it's got a motor and it's made of metal, I want to sell it for you. Please give us a call. You can either call our office at 901-322-2139, or you can call me, Eric Walker, personally at 901-491-0793. Talk to me about selling something for you. Uh, because we uh, we got a lot of interest this first auction round. It's going to be a little bit on the smaller side, but we're really looking forward to seeing how much it grows uh, in, in, in consecutive auctions. And Eric, just in case they weren't ready and they got their pen now, give me your phone number one more time. Yes, yes, 901-491-0793. So if you've got a recreational vehicle or you have uh, some equipment that you would like to sell, uh, but there's, there's still time to get in, in our August auction, and uh, you you give Eric a call, uh, uh, or you can e- email him at eric at walkerauctions.com. That's E-R-I-C at walkerauctions.com, and uh, he'll be glad to talk to you about it and tell you how it works. That's right, and so folks, can- later on in the year as well, we will be doing, uh, we will have our uh, uh, firearms license to auction um firearms in consignment through this facility um, yeah so if you have a, a if you have a large collection or you maybe you have just a piece or two that you'd like to put in for sale at auction we would love to be your contact for that and we don't have that up and running right now but i'd love to uh if you have interest get in touch with you and tell you about how that might work uh it, it'd be early next year when we'd have it uh, for the first time the paperwork is kind of yeah. a long arduous process um yeah. but that uh, please look forward to that. Uh, lots of auctioneers have done very well and brought great prices for folks uh, um, through auction and through online auction for their firearms. Yeah, and Eric, just to kind of let people know about about the future, we're we're mainly what what we I would say we're an on site auction company. Usually, we go to the property and sell from there. We're, we're going to continue doing that, and so. Maybe you have a business to liquidate, but we would just do it right there in your business. Or perhaps you're involved in an estate and you need to sell uh, your house or and or the contents of that house. We'll still be doing that on site. We won't be moving that back to the warehouse. Uh, but uh, this is just kind of adding an extra uh, part of our service. We're excited about it. Uh, uh, and uh, this, this facility will mainly be for equipment, recreational vehicles, trailers, things like that, uh, if you have to sell. so That's right, and we're excited to be the people, really the first folks in Memphis doing something like this. Uh, there's yeah. not an auction house in Memphis that does this. Yeah, there's some outside of Memphis, Mississippi there. So we're, we're, we're looking forward to getting this started. We had several people approach us about this, so we're, we're, uh, we're excited about doing that. We're 
we're ready now to move in the office. Fact is, if I was back there now, we would we have started that. That's right. So we're going to have an office on in one building, the warehouse in another. They both joined by a parking lot where we have it fenced, have cameras, security system. So uh, it's uh, your equipment will be safe there if you bring it in. Well, Eric, we've got several auctions coming up, and uh, uh, why don't we just take some time to talk about that and. Uh, and again, folks, if you if if you're not buy, if, uh, buying at auction, you're missing out a great way to save some money uh, and buy things local. Uh, if you go to WalkerAuctions.com, that's WalkerAuctions with an S dot com, you'll see the auctions that we have on there. And uh, Eric, I don't know if you've got them in front of me. I've got them in front of me here. Yeah. And yeah, going. By the way, if you just tuned in, uh, this is. Uh, the Time to Sell program. I am Lance Walker, talking with Eric Walker, and I'm in San Diego, and he's in Memphis. That's right. Uh, and I'm attending the National Auctioneers Association Convention. Terry, uh, my wife, is also here, but she's actually uh, out. She is, uh, we have what's called an IEC Live. That's where you compete to see who's named the number one auctioneer in the country. And uh, she won that one year. The, uh, she won the number one female auctioneer in the country. Uh, so now she re- we have, we record we uh, do a live stream of the contest and Terry's very involved in that and she's actually uh, interviewing somebody right now on that so that's why it's just Eric and I today so uh, but Eric we have uh, three really good estate auctions online now and uh, one of them closes July thirty first that's right that's, uh, and it's it's in Collierville and uh, it has a lot of uh, uh, art. Uh, upscale furniture, uh, very, very nice uh, merchandise. And uh, there's a, uh, I'm coming up on the screen now, nice furniture, some nice uh, little statues, uh, just very good quality uh, artwork, as well as furniture, some uh, like, like French gondola chairs, uh, if you're looking for some very nice quality furniture, uh, go to that website uh, page. Again, the auction is called Collierville Moving Auction with Art Upscale Furniture. There's also some tools there as well. And, and again, that's going to end July the 31st, so not too far from now. Yes. And uh, the next closest closing auction is is closing on the third. And Dad, this is actually one of our Franklin, Tennessee auctions. We we have started a, a, a branch of our business in the Nashville area, uh, and we've got we've had uh, a couple of um, estate auctions go very well there. Uh, we we currently have our third going on right now. This is the Eagles Glen area online auction in Franklin, Tennessee. Uh, and Dad, you know, real estate in Franklin and in Nashville is quite expensive. Uh, and yeah, the furniture yeah. that you would buy there is pretty expensive too. This is great quality furniture that you see coming out of these auctions. Eric, here's what I like about the state auction. We've got bongos and we've got nice furniture. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we have you know, we have leather couches and bongo drums, so whatever you need. What a deal. You know, if you're in the market for some conga drums, I mean, these are nice. These are nice conga drums. And uh, take a look at it. It's lot nine in that auction. Again, that auction is called the Glen Eagle Area Online Auction. It's in Franklin, Tennessee. 
So we want to make sure you're not confused. It's not in Memphis. It's in Franklin. And uh, uh, we, uh, you, you know, to pick that up, you would need to drive over there. Although I believe we have a, a, a pickup service. I'm not sure if we got that worked out or not. If uh, Doug's going to do that again where he's going to pick up furniture, I believe he is. We're working you know, on something like that. If you need to uh, uh, find out the specifics of that and whether or not that's available for you, give Rhonda a call. She's the auction manager. Her her yeah. uh, contact info is on the front page of that auction. And, that, and that's a good thing to remember. Every auction we have, we have five auction managers. And uh, the the first lot tells you who that person is and their phone number to call. So they know about it. They've worked on these items. They've touched everything. And you can call them directly, and they will tell you about the item. If you have specific questions about uh, the item itself or when pickup is or whatever. And it's also, it's very important to remember, you know, don't bid on these auctions unless you can be at pickup. Right. You know, we can't hold these items for you. We're not a store. Uh, the, these items are located in a person's home, and they don't want us there any longer. <laughs> Once That's that auction right. is over, our time is up. And so you need to make sure that you are a representative. You, you don't have to be. You can have someone else pick it up. can pick it up that day, and we always post the time for the pickup on the auction. Correct. Yeah, so, absolutely. And, so, Eric, again, that's uh, in the Franklin area. I think we have another one closing that day, don't we? We do. Now, Franklin? this one's in Rossville. Uh, okay. This is in Rossville, yeah. Tennessee. And occasionally we will close auctions on the same day if they're in completely different uh, locations. Um, okay. Now, I bet that that's on, that's on, you know, it is the same day. It's August 3rd. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, those, both those close on the 3rd. Yeah. Okay. That's right, and yep. this has some great furniture. Uh, I believe there's a mink coat in this sale. There is. There's some very nice coats in there, and you're right. One of them is a mink coat, and again, it has some very nice collectibles, uh, very nice furniture. Uh, uh, I, I forget how many items are in that auction. That one's like two, almost 300 items. It's a pretty good nice size auction, and uh, has a uh, vintage solid mahogany Drexel seven drawer chest. It's really a beautiful piece of furniture. Yes, we've got a gr- so beautiful this- grandfather clock, vintage Singer yep. red eye sewing machine. Great stuff in that sale. Yeah. Also, some vintage tools are in that auction too, Eric. So yes, uh, this, this is a good one. Brussels, not just outside of Memphis. Not a, not a long way to go, and uh, be worth your while. Most of our auctions are conducted within a 100-mile radius of Memphis. Uh, uh, they're a state or real estate. Uh, we, we do travel all over the country. Uh, I've done auctions from East Coast to West Coast. But uh, the ma- vast majority of our auctions are, are, if you're listening to us on KWAM right now, you uh, are within driving range of, of the auction. So, uh, again, they're located at walkerauctions.com. That's walkerauctions.com. That's our website, and uh, we got three great estate auctions coming up now. Uh, Eric, anything else you want to say about those? Or no, I, yeah, those are we. Eric? These estate auctions are what you could call uh, some of our bread and butter. We do a lot of these. Let's say we close at least uh, five or six of these every week, give or take. Um, and we have great stuff. We love uh, uh, getting to sell. Uh, well, getting to sell the contents of Memphis. That's part of what we do, yeah, and we're, sure. we're happy to do it. Eric, just uh, 
Again, let me remind people you are listening to Time to Sell. We're Walker Auctions located in Memphis, Tennessee. And, uh, you know, Eric, let's talk about a scenario. Someone may be listening and saying, well, what, what makes up an auction or how do I know if, if an auction is a good thing for me to do? And just while I was up here, Eric, I got a call today, mm-hmm. a very typical call that uh, from someone, uh, they're in transition, they're, they're going to sell their house and the contents of their house. And uh, so uh, he heard, uh, uh, actually, he, he saw one of our TV ads. Yes. I think he liked the fiddle playing. <laughs> and so uh, uh, when we do our TV ads, we say uh, uh, we don't just fiddle around and Eric plays his violin, kind of a catchy phrase. But he saw our ad on TV, and he, he said, hey, how does that work? You know, we're, we're thinking about moving. And he was a typical person, uh, a couple that's retired, uh, they're in a home that it's big, bigger than they need right now. They're ready to scale down, and they're uh, uh, no children there at home, uh, so th- they're ready to sell. And and that's why I call this program "Time to Sell" because that's when we want to talk to you. When it's time to sell, it's time to call Walker Auction. That's right. So he he, he calls me up and uh, said, "Explain the process to me." And he has a he has a house. He has the contents of the house, all this furniture. He has two cars, two trucks. Uh, he has a motor home. Uh, he has a riding mower. He said, I got all this stuff. You know, what can you do? And my answer to him, Eric, was, you know what? We can do it all. That's right. Uh, because we can. You know, all he's got to do is give us the key. We can sell everything he's got there. And also, he doesn't have to leave. You know, he, he was a little concerned about that. Fact is, is he, he's even thought about keeping the motor home. They might live there temporarily because they haven't found another house yet. Yeah, they just feel now's the time to sell, and I would agree with him. You yes. know, people are calling up saying, "Hey, what's this economy going to do?" Well, I don't have a crystal ball, but I know that interest rates have gone up, mm-hmm. and they're probably going to go up a little more. Don't know how much, and that is going to affect the market somewhat. Uh, but like I told him, you know, five percent interest rate—that's still very good. Yes. I can remember a whole lot worse than that. I mean, two and two and a half was great, but uh, uh, five is still very low. That's about where it is now, maybe even a little bit lower. But that's what we can do for him and anyone out there listening. You know, we can come in and, uh, more, you know, more than likely sell most of the things online, like the uh, uh, furniture, the cars, trucks, probably on the real estate. We'll do what's called a simulcast, where uh, we sell live and online as well. Eric, you kind of handle that part of it, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you handle you get us where we're online and live both. That's right. Yeah, that's and, right. Uh, that's, and we, uh, we we're perfectly capable of doing that. You'll go on, and if we have adequate internet access, uh, if if Lance or myself or Terry is bid calling, you'll see a a live video stream. Uh, of of whatever real estate piece is being sold online, it's right next to where you're going to type in your bid. Um, so it's it's it really puts you in the action. Absolutely. Yes, it does. So this works well. We found uh, some people like to be right there at the auction, and then and then others maybe they live far off. Could be someone in say Michigan who's going to be moving to the Memphis area. And maybe they can't be there the day of the auction or it's not convenient. 
they can bid right there in time with those who are bidding uh, their lives. That's right. And again, we call that a simulcast auction where it's a combination of live and online auctions. But this is what we do. You know, we, we can sell the, the person's vehicles. We can sell his contents. We can sell his house. And, and he asked me the question. He said, well, what is the advantage of selling my house at auction? And, uh, Eric, can you, can you think of an advantage? of why to sell your house at auction? Yes, there's so many advantages to sell your house at auction. And auction creates action. That's what we like to say. Auction moves, auction creates action, and auction causes people to move. And even if your your real estate is selling at uh, uh, reserve, you know, at, is selling subject to your approval as the seller, um, there's still a final auction date. And when there's a pinpoint date on the sale of anything, it forces people to come in and uh, 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 at least take a look. Uh, well, hey, this is happening. This is coming up here in a week. We need to check this out. Or, hey, this is coming up here in a week. Maybe we need to try to make an offer prior to. Either way, uh, the auction promotes the action of the individuals that would want the asset. Um, but then also, let's say your house, your land, your building goes to auction, and it doesn't sell at the auction. It doesn't hit the, pre, the pre-approved price that you've given us uh, to, to sell at at the auction. Well, then we transition to a typical listing, um, and you haven't lost any steam. Uh, we go about it like we normally would, um, and we're in the same position you would be if you hadn't have auctioned it. So uh, the auction really provides you with the best of both worlds, and we really believe that the auction, in the first place, it gives you the opportunity to get an understanding of what what does the market want for my asset? Uh, that is exactly right, Eric. Competitive bidding is the best way to determine value, I think. You know, yeah. and he asked the question, you know, should I have an appraisal? And my answer to him was, the auction will really give you the appraisal. That's right. Because people bid at auction. They come prepared. Uh, the house normally sells in what we call as-is condition. Mm-hmm. So they do their inspections ahead of time. They get their loan ready ahead of time so that you have a qualified, you have several qualified buyers ready, willing, and able to purchase your home. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the advantage to the buyers is that they don't pay any more than they have to. You know, the the advantage to the seller is they're going to pay their top bid. You know, you're going to find out what is your top offer for this piece of real estate. Right. It's a win-win, I think, for both parties. And uh, it certainly worked out for us. We had a good example of that before we left last week. We were up in southeast Missouri in a town called Haytown, Missouri. We had a nice home there. We sold the contents of that house online. And then we sold the house at live auction. And then we had a bidder on the phone, didn't we? Yeah, that's right. And, I was working with him on the phone. He was in there just yep. until the tail end. Yes, he, I think he was the second highest bidder, uh, but uh, the highest bidder was there at, at on the property. That's right. So, again, and the sellers were tickled to death. They actually uh, got a price that was more than what they what their minimum was. So uh, that's now gone to closing. Hopefully, in a few weeks, that'll that'll be behind us. So, what an auction does is, is just accelerate things. It brings you serious buyers. 
not just tire kickers, not just lookers, mm-hmm. people who are prepared, who are ready, willing, and able to buy. That's right. That's right. Dad, we've just got a couple of minutes here. Could you very briefly okay. talk about what's the value of hiring an NAA auctioneer? That's a great question, son, because that's what I'm up here doing. Uh, the National Auctioneer Association is the the association uh, for realtors who, who want to make, uh, well, I like to say we, we want to make the best better. That's the 4-H model, and uh, I've stolen that from them. But what what the NAA does is it provides great educational opportunities for auctioneers uh, to better themselves as a profession. But also what it provides is a great networking opportunity, just like coming up here today. Where, where would I have met an auctioneer from South Africa right. if it not National Auctioneer Association? And, uh, and, you know, what, like Joff, who just got off with us. I mean, it's just, it's a great way to network, to, to learn, share ideas. What's working in, in Pennsylvania may not work in Memphis. But it just made well, right? And and we come up here and we get different ideas from different people. We learn uh, things that they're doing to improve their auction business. We share our ideas. For example, I've been I've been talking about how this radio show has been a big help to us. Yeah, you know, a lot of auctioneers have gotten away from TV and radio advertising. I found out through COVID, that's the thing to do. Yeah, and uh, obviously we still use Facebook and all, but. Right, right, right. Hey, but Eric, what I've learned is that when it's time to sell, walk her off. They sure don't fill around. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, folks.